me that I had five days to respond to them. For the kids that had already been placed in foster home by then. I want to go back on something, too. So I forgot that when I started calling them um, and asking questions about my, my grandkids, one of the things that they did do was I all of a sudden received a certified letter um, from them, um, and it was dated uh, July. They sent it out to me uh, July 24th. I received it July 26th, and then they told me that I had five days to respond to them. For the kids had already been placed in foster home by then. And so, and then I reached out to the worker. And so they had already placed the kids then. So there was no need for me to respond. So all in all, I'm going to kind of move forward a little bit to get into what has taken place since then. Um, they gave mom and dad um, the safety plan of what they would need to do to start with the visits with the children, to reunify with the children. Um, they were telling them that um, mom had to do um, uh, parenting classes. Mm -hmm. She had to do mental health assessments. She had to do um, UAs. They had mom doing UAs. Never court ordered a Rule 25 on mom. Um, but they had her doing UAs now. Um, they had dad doing UAs. They told dad he had to do a a, a rule 25. However, the, the the social worker um, he asked when he she told him that he needed to have a rule 25 completed. She told him he asked her, "Can I use you for a collateral statement? Um, can you send me back to the one I did before?" Um, and she said, "Sure." And he said, "Okay, good." So he asked her which you send it back to the other facility. And she told him, go down there. Well, in order to get in to do a complete a Rule 25, you need that the referral from the social worker. Otherwise, you got to stand in line at 5 a.m. every morning and do it yourself. They will only take up to 10 people. Once those 10 people have been taken, you're out. So this dad would go and stand in line, take a video of himself standing in line, recording it, and, and show proof that I can't get in. And he kept going back to the social worker, you know, trying to get in. And she kept telling, and so she made it look to the court like dad was not cooperating. He was not cooperating. It got down to the wire where they never had their um, um, family decision group. They never reached out. They never did a family search to try to find other family. Um, although it was court ordered by the judge to look to do the family search, they never did the family search for the family. Um, I never got the children. However, in the paperwork, it says that the, the children were placed with me and the children were removed from me effective June 1st because the children feared for their safety. I filed for a motion to intervene with my grandchildren. Once I filed for the motion to intervene with, with my grandchildren, then all of a sudden 
I kind of got dragged into the case, um, and then they started retaliating against me because I started realizing, I was like, okay, wait a minute. There's some things that are not right. Well, Kimberly, hold on a second. Let me ask you something. When you yes. filed this motion to intervene into the case and they finally mm-hmm. let you in the case, were you are you represented by a lawyer? No, I wasn't because I had no idea that I needed to be represented. I didn't expect it because I'm a licensed foster care provider. Okay, hold on a second. Stop. Is this the first time you've listened to this show? Mm, no, I've, I've listened to you some, you know, with a lot of your other shows, and I had no This is my first time experiencing going to court like this. I didn't start listening to your show until our case got this deep. Okay, so, look, one of the things I say every day, all day, to everyone I talk to is, you need a lawyer. It doesn't have to be me. Mm-hmm. You need a lawyer experienced in this area because things happen in your case on many, many different levels, on mm-hmm. so many levels that you don't even know exist. You know, someone mm-hmm. someone I work with asked me a question today and they say, Vince, did you ever consider doing blah, blah, blah? And I said, no, I've never considered it because I don't know anything about it. I've never even heard anything about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So even I don't know everything. No one knows everything. And if you, even if you're a licensed foster parent, you, you're a step above a regular parent in terms of knowledge maybe of the system and what goes on. But you're maybe 100 steps away, of, away from where you need to be in order mm-hmm. to navigate the CPS system. And what I would suggest is that you contact a lawyer in your area, someone licensed in Minnesota, and, you know, have them help you. You have to come up with a plan and a strategy, and you have to implement it with the lawyer. But please don't try to do this yourself, even if you're the grandmother. People think, oh, I'm the grandmother. They're going to give me the kids. No, that's not true. So, you know, my foot was because I didn't know it because I was, you know, my first experience in it, my foot was already in the pot of who shall I say mm-hmm. before I realized it was going to go this way. You know what I mean? Um, this was my first time dealing with the, that county and learning that and seeing how unjust that county was and seeing how that county worked. And then after I got in there, I was like, oh my Lord, this is crazy. Even after they, I'll give you a good example. They had a guardian and light They started talking immediately when these kids got into this household. They started talking adoption to these children. Mm-hmm. By the way, that's I, the law. That's the law. Yeah. As shocking as it seems, that's, you know, adoption is supposed to run concurrently, uh, at mm-hmm. least in California and probably in most states, um, concurrently with family reunification services. How shocking is that? On the one hand, you're planning to try to get the kids back to the family. On the other hand, you're planning to get the kids adopted out to the foster family. Does that make sense? It doesn't to mm-hmm. me. And I don't think most people can separate that. I know a lot of lawyers and judges can separate that in their mind. And, you know, we understand things like that. But from a personal level, a human level, that seems completely contradictory. Hey, Kimberly, I want to thank mm-hmm. you for calling and thank you for listening all the way from the state of Minnesota. Um, you know, what I want you to do is I want you to give me a call at 888 888 
And uh, you, you and I are going to talk more in depth because I, I, I see where you're where this may be going, and I want to be able to help you. It's just that on this show, we have limited amounts of time, and people are lining up on the call board. You know, I'm getting way behind on the okay. show. Okay, Kimberly? Okay, thank you. Thank you very much for calling in. All right, I think it's time for another uh, break. Yep. This is The Secret, How to Fight Child Protective Services and When. I'm attorney Vince Davis, and we'll be right back after these messages. Mm -hmm. 